This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey y'all, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast that brings you a tidbit of history every day. And if I sound any different, it's because I am no longer recording from the closet. That was my unofficial studio for a minute. Um, I moved, which required me to switch up the setup. But as we all know here as history enthusiasts, change is inevitable. On that note, I wanted to also take a moment to acknowledge the huge moment of change that we are currently living in. From COVID to the demonstrations that began in response to the murder of George Floyd by a police officer, it's literally a moment for the history books. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you probably know that I think it is deeply important to cover the history of Black people around the world. And you also probably know that I care about covering the history of social movements, Black protests, and of resistance generally. And Black lives matter to me forever and for always. I hope that y'all can look back on some of the episodes that we've done in the past on Black revolutionaries, organizers, artists, and uprising, as well as the episodes that detail the injustices that Black folks have faced because of racism to gain some perspective and some context and to develop informed opinions. I hope that y'all find a way to take action and you can find resources online on how to help the efforts against police brutality and racism. You can protest. You can donate to the families of people affected by police brutality and you can donate to bail funds. If that's not something that you can do, you can also share anti-racist resources and you can do things like have hard conversations with people who you care about. You have the tools. So stay safe out there, y'all. Be bold and don't be afraid to learn and unlearn. Now let's get into today's episode. Today is June 13th, 2020. The day was June 13th, 1971. The New York Times began publishing excerpts from the Pentagon Papers. The Pentagon Papers, officially called the Report of the Office of the Secretary of Defense Vietnam Task Force, contain a history of U.S. political and military involvement in Southeast Asia from 1945 to 1967. In June 2011, the complete report was declassified and released to the public. In 1967, U.S. Secretary of Defense Robert McNamara commissioned a report on the history of the Vietnam War. The exact reasons McNamara commissioned the report are unclear and remain a subject of debate. McNamara claimed that he wanted a written record of the U.S.'s involvement in Southeast Asia to preserve for scholars. Neither President Lyndon Johnson nor Secretary of State Dean Rusk believed that claim. Some people believe that McNamara ordered the report to help Robert Kennedy get the Democratic presidential nomination in 1968. Regardless, the study was completed in 1969. It was made up of 7,000 pages, bound into 47 volumes. That included 3,000 pages of historical studies and 4,000 pages of government documents. 15 copies of the report were made. Some of the people involved were concerned about the paper being destroyed or leaked. At the time, the federal government classified the Pentagon Papers as top secret. But Daniel Ellsberg, who had worked at a think tank called the Rand Corporation, contributed to the study. He opposed the Vietnam War. The report revealed that U.S. involvement was greater than the government had acknowledged. 
Among many other topics, it addressed the overthrow of South Vietnam's President Ngo Dinh Diem, the buildup of U.S. forces in Vietnam, and the Johnson administration's response to pressures for negotiations. With the help of his former colleague Anthony Russo, Ellsberg photocopied the report. When he took the info to the National Security Advisor and U.S. Senators, they refused to hold hearings on the papers. So he took the report to Neil Sheehan, a New York Times reporter. The New York Times was the first paper to publish parts of the Pentagon Papers, starting on June 13, 1971. The first article published was titled Vietnam Archive, Pentagon Study Traces Three Decades of Growing U.S. Involvement. In it, Sheehan said that the study, quote, demonstrates that four administrations progressively developed a sense of commitment to a non-communist Vietnam, a readiness to fight the North to protect the South, and an ultimate frustration with this effort, to a much greater extent than their public statements acknowledged at the time. The Times published three articles about the study in two days. A federal court injunction forced the paper to stop publishing the articles. But soon, the Washington Post began publishing articles on the Pentagon Papers. And on June 30th, the Supreme Court decided that the injunctions the Nixon administration sought against those publishing the papers were unconstitutional prior restraint. Ellsberg and Russo were charged with conspiracy, misappropriation of government property, and violations of the Espionage Act. But the charges were later dismissed due to investigations that took place during Nixon's Watergate scandal. The release of the Pentagon Papers incited international controversy over U.S. actions in Southeast Asia. In 2011, the entire study was declassified and released with no redactions. I'm Eve Shefcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And as always, if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. You can also hit us up on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We're at TDIHC Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.